My Doctor Said What is a program for health information. Be careful that if you want treatment and diagnosis of disease, you need to go to your local health care provider. Hello, this is Dr. Mink with my doctor said, what? Actually, I do not have that accent. But as you know, in my episode 27, we're here to have you understand some common health issues. And today we're talking about health myths and misconceptions, of which there are plenty. And I've made some notes to remind me to talk about some of them. Before we get into that, I want to tell you a couple things. Um, this time of year, at the end of summer going into fall, uh, you still need sunscreen, sun protection if you're out, especially on the lake or in the snow, depending on where you live. Uh, and one of the myths that leads into is people believe if they have very dark skin, they can't get sunburnt or sun damaged. And that is not the case. So I could tell you right now that um, many of my friends, which are African-Americans, and they're not quite black, but they are very, very, very dark chocolate. And I could tell you, and they'll tell you, that they do get sunburn if they're without sun protection for an extended period of time. And they get the same sun damage, even though they have uh, more melanin in their skin, more protection than someone like me, which is a Caucasian, which is not exactly white, but I am probably, you know, white salmon. Uh, I have to be very careful. And uh, if you notice, I don't know if you tell on the camera, but I've got some pretty red spots here. And that's because I'm doing treatment for keratoses, which are precancerous cells uh, from UV exposure and uh, gamma radiation. And uh, you have to constantly, this is my third set of chemotherapy, topical chemotherapy uh, over the last almost 20 years since I was late 40s. And it would have been a lot easier just to prevent that with sunscreen. Unfortunately, sunscreen was not common when I was growing up. You know, I was back there with the wagon wheel and all that stuff. So I just ask you to be careful the other thing your skin will thin i don't know if you can see that spot on my hand looks like a blood blister it's not an age spot but that was from hitting my hand on a propane tank when i was changing it on my grill and it wasn't much of a hit it wasn't bruisable but the skin gets so thin that blood vessels best bust and you're always having these wonderful spots that's a part of aging and is accelerated by UV light, good old sunshine. So sunshine is healthy, but you need to wear the appropriate protection. Certainly wear sunscreen. I know you're tired of hearing that, but it, it's just the way it is. So uh, with that, I want to talk about some common myths. Uh, first one is you don't have to drink eight glasses of water a day. That is a medical myth. You do need to be properly hydrated and that will there will be certain functions that will dictate how much you need to drink. Some people will have to drink much more than that. Some will have to drink less, but you'll have to have it in the form of liquid. It doesn't have to be water and water is great stuff. Although if you're 
really sweating and, and like a marathon or, you know, high heavy exercise or work sessions and you're sweating a lot, you might want to look at electrolyte uh, replacement, something like a Gatorade or one of the sports drinks. Be careful, read the label, make sure they are not full of uh, artificial sweeteners, they're not too full of sugar, and that they certainly are not too full of salt. You do need some salt replacement when you're sweating that much, but you can overdo it. But you will need replacement, whether you're drinking milk or fruit juice, uh, tea, whatever you're going to find out if it's uncaffeinated that it goes towards your fluid intake. The best measure of hydration is your urine should be clear to light, very pale yellow. If it's not, if it's darker than that, or if it smells funny, then you are definitely getting dehydrated. A bad, bad situation. On a normal basis, a lot of people live dehydrated. Very bad. Bad for your skin, bad for a whole lot of things. Um, so you want to make sure you're well hydrated and that's the best measure. And certainly very few people drink too much water. It's, it's hard to do, but if you, uh, play certain sports, have very rigorous activity, again, go with the sport drink, electrolyte, uh, Pedialyte, whatever replacement, because you don't want to throw off your electrolytes, uh, as you're sweating too much and then drinking water. Another tip, do not drink distilled water. Do not drink distilled water. That will leach minerals from your bones uh, if you're not careful. And if you drink it all the time, you don't want to do that. You want good, clean water that's been filtered, whether it's in, uh, disinfected from your municipal water supply or your well, if you have some decent treatment like good filters and some um, reverse osmosis or something like that. But do not drink distilled. Now, spring water or water that you buy in the store in bottles and that, it's fine. I'm not a big fan of the plasticizers used in the plastic bottles, but you're not going to kill you or have real issues in the short term. Uh, so you want to make sure that you're careful. Uh, that's another thing. It's not a myth, but do not eat off of pewter, true pewter wear. Anything acidic on that plate will leach out uh, things like lead. You do not want to use pewter for eating off of on a regular basis. Back to the myths. Uh, apple a day keeps the doctor away. Not true. Uh, oranges, apple, citrus, different things. When they were on ships a long time back in Columbus Day and before, you'd get scurvy, which is a, a, a vitamin deficiency. Now, we don't worry about that a lot these days, although it does happen in some third world countries. But it's you need a balanced diet and you need to have make sure you're getting plenty of vitamins, minerals in your diet. That's why I'm a proponent. I'm not a big supplement person and you got to be careful. A lot of supplements can hurt you, do a lot more harm than good. But you should take a one a day vitamin, most people because they may have good nutrition, but not necessarily as balanced as it could be. So to prevent that, a good minor a vitamin mineral supplement is a good thing to take one a day, just one a day. Anything beyond that is probably a waste of your money, unless you are a professional athlete and have very specific nutrition requirements. If you're going to do a tour de France, you're going to have to watch your nutrition and calorie intake and everything's going to be a whole different than a normal person. So just keep that in mind. One a day keeps the doctor away. 
And what else? Uh, pregnancy is not nine months. Pregnancy is 36 weeks. So people get all confused. And when they just say nine months, because it makes it easy. But a normal pregnancy should be about 36 weeks. And that can vary by five to seven days on a normal person. And other factors can make it vary by several weeks. Not 40 weeks. What else? Um, shaving hair. And this is my favorite of women. Women believe if they shave hair on their neck or their face, the peach fuzz, that it'll grow in thicker. That is an absolute false myth your hormones your genetics control the thickness and the growth of your hair certain conditions will affect it but shaving it's not going to change anything if you shave the hair on your arm or your face or whatever my beard's been thick going to stay thick doesn't matter if i don't shave it or do shave it same with you so don't get all freaked out that is a medical myth what else do we have? I'll refer to my notes on this. Uh, oh, if you get, don't wear a coat outside when it's cold, you're going to get a cold. No. Now, if you shiver and your body temperature drops, it can make you susceptible and reduce your immune system to fight off infection. But that has nothing to do with getting sick or getting a cold. I'm not talking about hypothermia. I'm just talking about, you know, you forgot your sweater in the movie or you're running outside into the mall or whatever. Um, so that is a myth. What gives you, makes you sick is when you're exposed to pathogens. You touch them, you touch your mucous membranes, eyes, nose, mouth usually. Uh, that's going to make you sick. Breathing it in, respiratory viruses, which like the flu or COVID, uh, RSV, those are common respiratory viruses that we get because we're in a crowded room, there's not a lot of ventilation, and there's sick people. So what I say is sick people stay home. It don't come to work when you're sick. It's not being a hero. It's making the rest of us sick. So best thing to do is rest, drink plenty of fluids. Be careful if you have a fever. Make sure to take appropriate medication. Talk to your health care provider if it's anything more serious than that. And that brings me to vaccines. People believe that vaccines make you get, if you get a flu vaccine, you're going to get the flu. If you get a COVID vaccine, you're going to get COVID. If you're going to get the shingles vaccine, you're going to get shingles. That is not how that works. Whether it's an mRNA virus uh, or vaccine or a traditional vaccine of attenuated viruses, those are dead viruses that are recognized by your immune system, your body, and they build antibodies, which makes you less, less susceptible to severe symptoms and less susceptible to infection. Now, that being said, it can make you feel bad because your immune system, as it ramps up and gets supercharged, so to speak, uh, can have symptoms because your immune system's triggered. And you can get very low-grade fevers or feel fatigue or uh, lethargic. Those are not uncommon with vaccines. And a lot of times at the site, of it, if it's an injection, you'll have some injection soreness. And that's very typical. That's your body, again, your immune system responding to that. But vaccines and vaccines are not tied. It is a myth to autism. People have been circulating that forever. There is no evidence, and there's been really good meta-analysis studies say it is not in any way, shape, or form connected to autism, any kind of vaccination. 
Now, I believe you should have the normal vaccinations as a kid. You should have some very important vaccines as you get older. Like I think if you're over 50, the shingles vaccine is probably not a bad idea. I think in bad flu seasons, uh, when the strain looks really rough uh, or bad COVID ones, you, you need the vaccine. It will help reduce your symptoms and it will keep the health system from becoming overloaded. But you don't have to have every new vaccine that comes out. So, and I'm talking, you know, there's so many. If your healthcare provider tells you you're at risk for something and recommends a vaccine, then that's when you should listen and get those extra vaccines. So, um, what else do we have? Uh, you definitely want your measles, mumps, and all those vaccinations. Supplements, got to watch supplements. Everybody thinks they're such a big deal. And um, one of the things you got to watch, um, if you over supplement, like even women should take supplements after menopause or during perimenopause with vitamin D and uh, for to reduce osteoporosis, but you can overdo the calcium and it can lead to an increased risk of dementia, especially in women. And uh, it, uh, high doses of vitamins can be linked to increased cancer. Your body has to process all the extra water-soluble vitamins and store fat-soluble vitamins, and none of that's good for you. A nice, well-balanced diet with a one-a-day supplement vitamin is really all you need unless your healthcare provider tells you you need something else for very specific conditions. So be careful. And I, I, I know this is hard to believe, but this is not a myth. Your regular physical activity, including exercise, uh, at least 20 minutes a day, seven days a week, but you can split that up so you get the 150 or at least 120 minutes a, uh, a week. That and a well-balanced uh, diet with a lot of fiber, a fair amount of protein, uh, good plant-based with uh chicken, seafood, uh, those kind of things, and nice lean red meat on occasion. All those things like the DASH and Mediterranean diet, they're going to make a huge difference in your 30s and 40s of two things. Heart disease risk will go way down. Your cholesterol will be much better. Your blood pressure will be more stabilized. Your blood sugar will be better. And we're seeing that the risk of many cancers goes way way down. So you want to keep that in mind. Now I'm going to say something, a medical thing that's not a myth, is over x-rayed can lead to certain health risk. And if you have a condition that requires many x-rays for whatever reason, it's a serious condition, there's nothing wrong with that. Trust your healthcare provider. But I can tell you this, uh, if one of the things that I love my dentist and I think dental care is extremely important. Taking care of your teeth, reducing plaque, like I said, flossing, brushing on a regular basis is a wonderful thing, can make a huge difference in your overall health as well as your dental and, and gum health. But uh, overall uh, infection rate, inflammation rate in the body. But you don't need to have x-rays every year. I know that might be controversial, but a lot of soft tissue in there, and it can be damaged by over x-rays. So if they're trying to pay for that machine, you need to get a second opinion from a different dentist. 
And if you have a condition that really needs uh, x-rays on a regular basis, then be my guest. Uh, you should uh, listen to your health care provider. But the normal person does not need that. Cold weather doesn't make you sick. The problem is everybody goes inside. There isn't a ventilation. And, and then you get you get sick because you pass viruses and bacteria and uh, different pathogens. That's just how it works. Uh, myth. We only use 10% of our brains. That's crazy. That's not true. We don't use all our neural pathways, but we use a significant amount. And everybody's a little different. So a lot of brain scans now, you don't see a lot of big sections of dormant brain uh, in a healthy person. So, you know, that, take that kind of stuff with a grain of salt. Uh, sugar causes acne, does not. Uh, I mean, if you just rub it all over you or something or bathe in it or syrup, it would probably be a problem clogging up your pores. But basically your hormones, uh, bacteria on your skin, touching your face and that, uh, but basically, mainly hormones and genetics create acne. And that's why everybody during menopause and menopause gets like, I can't believe I'm getting acne again and I'm 50 years old. That's hormonal changes. Also, uh, you can have changes with um, the uh, sebaceous glands production of oils when you change seasons. So, uh, one of the tip there, easy deal, is you may have to change your shampoo or your soaps as the weather changes to be more mild and be easier on your skin and not dry it out so bad. I'm a big advocate of things like baby shampoo. So it, look at those things and you'll find that uh, everything you read is not true. Let me see. I think I got one more. Uh, oh, you need to stay awake if you have a concussion. That used to be true. Now we have so many tools and MRIs and brain scans, and we've learned that more rest leads to a better result from a concussion. Now, at first, you need to stay awake to get the exam and to have your healthcare provider carefully look at you, especially you young athletes in um, sports like football and and different things. You really need to make sure you're looked at if there's any kind of odd behavior from someone after they have a head blow. Uh, that's really important. But that being said, that staying awake is a myth, really old school. So chewing gum stays in your stomach for seven years. That is ridiculous. If that was true, you have a very poor digestive system. But it's really not something you want to swallow all the time. Uh, sitting in a dark reading is bad for your eyes. Not true. If you're not straining and you can read and see fine when you're younger, I had to do that all the time when I was studying. It's not bad for your eyes. Uh, ophthalmologists will tell it that is the case. You should wait an hour after eating to go swimming. Not true. doesn't have anything to do with swimming. I mean, if you just ate you know, a pound of steaks, probably not a good idea for a number of reasons. But it it's, could be uncomfortable, but it's not dangerous. So, with that and those medical myths, just remember, don't believe everything you hear. Don't look at these home remedy sites. Uh, chiropractor's not going to cure your sinuses. I don't care how they manipulate you. Uh, you know, it's, Now, there are some home remedies that aren't bad. Medical uh, professionals will tell you now, when you have sinus infection, the old neti pot, basically saline uh, salt in water uh, sucked up into your 
nostrils can really provide some symptom relief. And last but not least in closing, I want to tell you that symptom relief doesn't mean you're well. A lot of people say, oh my goodness, you know, I'm fine. I had strep throat and I feel really good now. I didn't take any antibiotics and I'm going to be okay. Um, you may be, you may not be, and you may be a terrible carrier and give everybody else uh, strep throat or may be asymptomatic with COVID and give everybody else COVID. So if you get a prescription for a disease and they give you seven days or 10 days or 14 days, take it all and take it like you're supposed to. If it's every 12 hours, take it the same time in the morning and evening every day. If it's once a day, take it the same time every day. You don't squish it all different ways. You want to keep the bloodstream that has the same dose in it in a constant measure. With that, this is Dr. Frank with my Doctor Said What, my YouTube channel. Thank you for my 60,000 uh, listeners. I'm on all major platforms. Have a great day. Remember, send your comments and questions to Dr. Frank at mdswpod at gmail.com.